to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Hi, athletes. Welcome to another Monday and another podcast episode. Guess what? The countdown is on. The Train Your Mind podcast community is opening this Friday, May 13th, in celebration of the podcast's one-year anniversary. I cannot believe it, but my podcast baby turns one year old this week. It's wild to think about how it's grown in the last year. And I can remember when I came back from racing the St. George 70.3 last year, and I just went to work to build this podcast for you all. And here we are, 85 episodes later, and I'm excited to expand and grow from the podcast into a community. So it's coming this Friday, the Train Your Mind podcast community, a space for us to come together and for me to share more about the individual podcast episodes, for you to dive deeper into this work to help you not just take these bite-sized podcast episodes, but really put it into practice and support you along the way. If you want early access to the community, make sure that you're on my email list. If you're not already, hop on the list at the link in my show notes. Okay, for today's episode, I want to take you inside my own personal mindset when I race. And I want to do that because every time I share about this, if I do it on social media or Um, in coaching calls or just in conversation, I get quite a few people telling me that they wish that they could do that. They wish that they could race that way. And you know, I'm here to tell you that you can. (laughs) So I want to start this episode, like to kind of open up what I'm talking about by reading you a post that I made on my Instagram before Ironman Arizona last year. Okay. So this is what I posted. I remember what it felt like when I would keep my goal small because I was scared of the embarrassment of not hitting it. I remember training to just do my best because saying out loud that I wanted to get on the podium or hell when my age group felt like too much, too scary and too cocky because what would people think if I put that out there and then didn't make it two years and two months later, I'm just now realizing how important it was for me to make peace with that fear of embarrassment. I'm just now seeing it as a catalyst for racing at my next level. The pain of not racing to my potential became too great to continue to feed that fear. So I decided to race for the age group win at Ironman Chattanooga 2019. And I talked about it constantly. And what happened in that race was everything for me. I got to truly race for my potential on the day. I got to show up and bet on myself, then go all in on that bet fueled by confidence in me, not fear of what others might think. And I can remember when Danny told me I was running out of real estate to catch first place. It didn't matter because I was all in on racing for me. The goal was the carrot that got me to show up bigger and bolder, but the real prize was my fight from start to finish. I closed three and a half minutes in the last three miles. When I crossed that finish line, you would have thought I won the whole damn thing. I was elated Because of that feeling of being alive in my body, of pushing past who I thought I was to become who I wanted to be, to go all in with no guarantees, 
I won that day. It feels like a lifetime ago and also just like yesterday. Two years and two months ago, I lined up to race for my first win. I didn't get it, but I also didn't race in fear of not getting it. And now I'm inside two weeks to my next Ironman, feeling all kinds of feels to go at it again, but now at a whole new level. Because isn't that the fun in it? Navigating our own next levels to then put those to the test on race day. This time, I'm going for the win again. Because that's who I am. I line up to win. No matter the conditions, terrain, or start list. Let's fucking go. (laughs) All right, so that was the post. And it's still one of my most popular posts on Instagram. And the comments and messages that I received in response to it And what I continue to get response, like I said, when I talk about this way of racing, really shows me how much other people want this. And it's actually one of the exact reasons why I started mental endurance coaching in the first place. It was because I wanted more athletes to feel the feeling of freedom to race to your potential instead of being held back by fear. I think the most important part of that post was when I said, I lined up to race for my first win. I didn't get it, but I also didn't race in fear of not getting it. Because when you can do this on the race course, you can do this in any area of your life. You show your bravery and courage to be all in without any guarantees while promising yourself to treat yourself kindly if you don't hit the goal. And that's the real crux of it. And that's the part that I think a lot of people struggle with. I can tell you to be loud and proud with your goal, but if behind that, you know that you're going to treat yourself poorly if you don't hit it, then it's not worth it. You're not in real support of yourself and your progress towards achieving the goal. You're just louder about the goal. (laughs) In 2019, for nearly 20 weeks before my race, I wrote the same thing in my notebook. I am the 30 to 34 age group winner at Ironman Chattanooga 2019. I was building my next level self-concept daily, writing the exact same thing over 130 times. But really what I was doing was reminding my brain of who I was becoming. It was about how I showed up and the training sessions that I challenged myself in, but it was also me confronting my own insecurities and fears and doubts, which were always way scarier than anything anyone else had to say. And that's because what we fear others believe about us is also just a reflection of what we believe about ourselves at a deeper level. So what you think someone will judge you for is something that you're already judging yourself for. Get really curious about that because that's one of the things that's actually holding you back. You just haven't yet faced it and worked through it. This is a kind of portal to racing without the fear of losing. What we're afraid to lose is losing face or dignity or respect. And when you face that, plus your own insecurities and fears, that you're really honest about, of course, what you're doing is freeing yourself from that tight grasp that they hold on you. Listen, I've said this before, and I will say it again and again and again until I'm blue in the face, until you actually hear it. The worst that can ever happen is an emotion. And when you truly believe that, you realize that holding yourself back out of fear is doing way more harm than good. The safe and comfortable actually start to feel more suffocating because your potential is being stifled. So the key, the key to racing without fear of losing is the realization that you cannot lose when you're willing to feel anything. Let me repeat that. 
The key to racing without fear of losing is the realization that you cannot lose when you're willing to feel anything. For me, I know that I am able and willing to feel any emotion, disappointment, embarrassment, frustrated, vulnerable, exposed, and also elation and joy, self-confidence, pride, and brave. And I'm especially willing to feel those as currency for stronger performance. I've made a deal with myself that feeling these, all of it, the positive and the negative, is part of being human. If I line up for the win and don't achieve it, the disappointment I might feel is not because I'm a failure. Failure is an event, not a person. It's not me. That disappointment is just proof that I really wanted it. I'm willing to trade the chance of feeling disappointment for the incredible chance to feel elation again. That is a no-brainer trade. Performance potential lies in emotion. You cannot achieve at a high level or even your next level, whatever that is for you, without opening up to feeling more. When you stay closed off, your fear wins. When you stay closed off, you hold yourself back. When you stay closed off, you settle for what feels easier. And none of that gets you closer to your fully actualized self. We are high-performing athletes. We want to perform at a high level. But in order to do that, we have to get out of our own way. We have to create this space for possibility by training hard physically and training intentionally from a mental standpoint. And one of the ways we do that is through this willingness to feel. If you have a big goal that asks you to take risks and put yourself out there to potentially fail, right? And feel a whole slew of emotions, but you're closed off to feeling those, That's like planting a garden and like hoping it will grow and thrive on its own without watering it or taking care of the soil and giving it what it needs to really thrive, giving it the best opportunity to succeed. Feed your dreams and your goals and the results you want to create with a willingness to feel whatever it takes. There are actually no guarantees on the race course. Did you know that? Like ever but you can actually use that in your favor. So I'm doing this podcast now at this point in time on purpose, because here I am two weeks out from Ironman Tulsa, lining up once again for the win, except now I've upped the ante. As you all know, I'm going for the overall amateur female win. And I still haven't clenched that age group win, but I also don't believe an age group win gives me the permission to go after an overall win. And that's important. I don't wait for that permission. Notice where in your training and racing, you're making your goals contingent on past achievements. In other words, where are you consulting the past for permission for the future? And why? We do this quite often, actually, without recognizing it, because we're conditioned to believe that that's the right way. But really, it's just safe. It's also a false sense of safety because something you've done in the past is not actually an indication of the future. It's just something you've done. But your thoughts about what you've accomplished, those thoughts that make you feel confident and certain and brave to go after something new, that's what helps you achieve the thing that you've never done before. And guess what? You get to think those thoughts now and feel that way now without consulting the past. And the way to do that successfully 
is through a willingness to feel. That's why I set a goal to win my age group without ever having been on an Ironman podium before. And that's also why I set the goal to take the overall win while still not having achieved an age group win yet. Because I choose to believe that it's possible for me, that this is who I am. I line up to win and I'm willing to feel anything and everything, which means I have nothing to lose. And I think the most rewarding part of this while racing is you aren't wasting energy worrying about what other people think or scared of people judging, which leaves more energy for presence and focus in the actual race. The things that actually matter are the things that get the attention they deserve. This is available to each of you. And it's something that I'm excited to do again at Ironman Tulsa in just a few short weeks. This topic is so, so important to me. I want as many of you as possible racing from this place this year. So I've decided to kind of layer it in to kicking off the Train Your Mind podcast community. So here's the deal. If this is something that you want to work on for yourself in your own racing, here's what I want you to do. I want you to send me an email to my email address, which is linked in the show notes, letting me know what part of today's podcast episode really resonated with you. And out of everyone that emails, I will randomly pick one of you to get two free one-on-one coaching calls with me. All you have to do is email me. I'm going to link it in the show notes because my last name is spelled a little bit different. So email me. What about today's podcast episode resonated with you the most? And I will pick one person to get two free one-on-one coaching calls with me. Okay. The train your mind podcast community is opening this Friday. May 13th. Remember, be on my email list to receive an invitation. The link for that is also in the show notes. All right, that's it for this week. And I look forward to seeing and meeting you all inside the podcast community. Hey, it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri-coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.